0: Okay, let's get this thing ready to go. We've got a couple of big breaking news stories for you here on Chewing the Fat. For those of you listening live, it is the 9th of April, 2021. We had a volcano erupt in the island of St. Vincent in the Caribbean, uh, sending ash plumes 20,000 feet into the air. So we'll be hearing a lot about that uh, this weekend. It was an explosive eruption And the people were being evacuated. I know that uh, they said that uh, the eruption was imminent. Starting, I mean, the last couple of days, they've been feeling the effects of it. This isn't the first time that this volcano has erupted. It erupted in 1718, 1812, 1814, 1902... It says here, 1902-03, so New Year's Eve, and then on 1979, and now in 2021. So they were trying to get people evacuated, and I know that they had, uh, what's good is that uh, Trinidad and Tobago, is it Tobago? Uh, Isn't that what you ride down? Anyway, uh, said that they offered assistance, and they were going to try to help people out, and Venezuela said they were going to send humanitarian supplies and risk experts. So, I mean, man, when Venezuela's helping you out, times must be pretty tough. Now, their uh, prime minister, I think that's who the head guy is. Uh, called the prime minister, I think. Um, yeah, prime minister. He said that uh, this is an emergency situation, and everybody understands that. He wanted everyone to, uh, you know, get to the shelters and get out of there. They're talking about, uh, you know, in the island chain, but they wanted people off of uh, St. Vincent if they were, you know, within that volcano range. It's a small island, so it's pretty tough to think, you know, I guess specific areas with a three- or four-mile range of the red zone. But they talked about uh, people being evacuated, and they— talked about well look uh we're gonna got the cruise ships coming in but uh the cruise ships said um, we have we have two royal Caribbean cruise ships coming in they were supposed to make it uh late today so I hope they got, <laughs> I don't know that by now if they were there or not but it said that uh they would if to get on the cruise ships they had to have the vaccine they had to be vaccinated oh Uh, Okay, so, I mean, we don't want you to die, but, you know, we're not letting you out of the cruise ship unless you've been vaccinated. Don't be. That's just silly. And they said that uh, some of the other islands that were going to take them, they were looking to those governments to accept people's ID cards if they didn't have a passport. So, good luck. (laughs) You haven't been vaccinated? You don't have an ID? Well... You know you can stand over there if you want, but that's as good as we're gonna get for you. So we'll see uh, what happens after you know this weekend once it gets over with. But they were expecting it, and so it uh, did not come as a surprise. But it it, it did erupt, sending the ash some twenty thousand feet in the air, and we'll see how far uh, on the island it spreads. And it said that it was the ash plumes were headed east. So, good luck, God bless, and welcome to Chewing the Fat. All right, more breaking news. Rapper DMX, the New York hip hop icon, has passed away. He was 50 years of age. Now, he went into the hospital this past weekend uh, from an apparent drug overdose. They're calling it a drug overdose. Anyway, about seven days ago. And he that left him in a vegetative state and they say today that he passed away very sad at the age of 50. We also got news um, that a prince I'm sorry the husband to a really famous queen passed away Prince Philip uh, passed away at the age of 99. I mean 99 years old and he was married to the queen for a long freaking time man It was like I think 70 some years they were married pretty incredible. That they were together that long. And now, you know, now you're going to see, they're going to blame all the racist stuff on him. Mark my words. Um, that's why Harry wouldn't mention a name, because he's going to throw Grandpa under the bus for being the racist guy. And now that he's passed away, eh, eh, he tarnished his name a little bit after he dies. Right, Harry? Megan? So we'll see. Uh, I'm sure, I mean, you've got the big funeral. Right, and uh, you know Harry going to show up for the funeral, <laughs> okay? And Meghan showing up for that? No way. She's pregnant. She got the little baby. She stays in California. COVID protocols? No way. She stays. But Harry shows up. So we'll see how the family reacts when Harry shows up to the funeral. Uh, you know for sure Prince Charles. While very sad, his father passed away. Of course he's sad. But in the back of his mind, he's like, I'm still not king. I'm still not king. I'm still not king. So, so we'll see. The queen is, what, 94 now. So how much longer can she go? I mean, she can go for a long time. <laughs> She's in good health. She's good. Now she doesn't have to worry about hubby because he's been sick for a little while. You know, I mean, under the world, he's had some things go wrong. It was it was just last year, right, that he was in a car crash. So they ended up saying, no, you can only drive on the on the royal property. We're not letting you out down the roads anymore. And all right. I mean, it was, the guy was a strong guy. 99, still going as strong as he could. He's pretty strong. So anyway, then we had those uh, deaths today. Very sad. Very sad. And we also, I want to make an apology. Yesterday I talked about the Hugh Hefner story where uh, Kendra Wilkinson, told Holly Madison that she didn't have sex with Hugh Hefner when she was living at the mansion. And Kendra was like, um, yeah, no. Mm. I mean, uh, I mean, Holly Madison was like, yeah, no. I don't believe you. She said, I'm not trying to sh- shame anybody or anything, but uh, nobody ever got asked to move in unless they had slept with him. Okay. And that was Holly's belief. Now, in the story from The Daily Caller, it talks about this was said on her podcast, which I said yesterday it was on her podcast. And I I didn't really think about it much until after. But the podcast that gets the shout-out is Call Her Daddy. It says in the story during her call her daddy podcast well i was reminded that it's not her podcast okay call her daddy is with uh alexander cooper right i mean remember she had a partner and it was call her daddy and then they got into a big fight and uh you know broke up and i guess they broke up i don't know if they're trying to get back together i don't know if they kiss and made up but as far as i know it's just cooper doing the girls next door now but uh, so i apologize I didn't mean to say. I just I was reading the story from the Daily Caller that called it her podcast. It wasn't her podcast that she said this on. But Holly Madison was uh, doubting, doubting Kendra, saying that uh, she was living at the mansion without sleeping with Hugh. Ha! <laughs> uh, that doesn't happen. You're not living at the mansion unless you're sleeping with Hugh. Period. Okay. And I want to say happy birthday to Hugh Hefner today, right? So it's his birthday. I know, you know, if he was still alive, uh, it would be his birthday. But I guess, is it still your birthday after you're dead? I don't know. Happy birthday, Hugh. And while it's not his birthday, his birthday is June 28th, Uh, Elon Musk uh, was back in the news. I saw a headline yesterday. His co-founder claims that Neuralink, could build its own Jurassic Park. Nice! That's what he said. He said, we probably could build Jurassic Park if we wanted to, said Max Hodak, who is the co-founder of Neuralink. Neuralink, of course, is creating brain-computer interfaces, and they hope to create technology to help people suffering from diseases like Alzheimer's, as well as paralysis and spinal cord injuries, which is a great thing. Remember they put the... They had the pig not long ago. Uh, I don't know, six months ago, less than a year ago. They had the big story of Gertrude, the pig, that Neuralink had implanted the small computer chip in its brain and it controlled its snout. Uh, so, Gertrude ate A, the computer showed waves and spikes being emitted from the chip, monitoring her neural responses. So, it was really cool. Now, he didn't explain. The technology that Neuralink could use to engineer the uh, dinosaurs. But he just said, yeah, you know. We've got the technological advances and the savvy to create its own Jurassic Park. Nice. Now, I would remind Max that uh, you know what happened in the uh, documentary Jurassic Park. Uh, From the words of uh, Dr. Ian Malcolm, it's not possible. If there's one thing the history of evolution has taught us, it's that life will not be contained. Life breaks free, it expands to new territories, and it crashes through barriers painfully, maybe even dangerously. But uh, well, there it is. There it is. There it is. There it is. You're implying that a group composed entirely of female animals will breed. No, I'm. I'm simply saying that life. Finds a way. think about it life finds a way and so i would be careful max and elon in creating your very own jurassic park so it's fat pile friday and we have got uh, a lot to get to today i want i've got so many stories to try to share with you so that you know it gets you through the weekend but i did you see, and i have not seen the video yet of david portnoy uh barstool store, sports head guy uh, the clip began doing, uh, making the rounds earlier in the week that showed him naked, sitting astride a blonde woman who was naked, except that she was wearing a collar with a leash, and he was, uh, you know, pulling on the leash. And everybody, you know, then that was the big sex scandal video that was out there. And we find out that the girl in the video was Instagram model, a Sydney Rains. And she commented, uh, she posted, she said, I became aware yesterday that a video has surfaced on the internet. And yes, that was me. It's hard to believe that a video from the past is just coming to light, but it was never meant to be public. Some might not approve of the video content, but it was entirely consensual and, and it's unfortunate that it is no longer private, but we are still friends with no animosity between us. People need to realize that we all endure obstacles in our lives, and this just happens to be mine. I won't label this as a mistake, since we have both taken responsibility for it, but the fact that it was leaked and posted without our awareness and consent would be considered. Huh. So, uh, incredible. They just owned up to it. I love it. As you just, uh, you know, I continue with my daily life without vexation. Yeah, no apologies. Sid. Nice. I mean... I love the fact that she's just owning up to it. And Portnoy owned up to it too. He said uh, he couldn't believe that the National Gaming, the Penn National Gaming took a hit as the video hit the web, you know, his stock was going down. He posted on Twitter, a stock is down because somebody has consensual sex? Are you effing kidding me? Now he then urged his followers to buy Penn's shares. He said, I would jump on this dip and I would F it. <laughs> no pun intended. Oh, really? But I love the fact that in today's world, instead of trying to dodge it and make excuses, and but, but, Don, we don't know if it's me and I. They, this shouldn't have been posted. I mean, I'm sure behind the scenes, they're trying to find out if it was a mistake why it got posted who posted it? how it happened that kind of thing but just own up to it and say yep there you go it was me it was us take care you got nothing i mean i love it i love it so good for them so congratulations are in order Remember, I don't know, uh, a while ago, the very first transgender model to be featured in Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue, Valentino Zampeo, we talked to here on Chewing the Fat. And it was great, and it was, a you know, a milestone for Sports Illustrated to have the first transgender model featured in Sports Illustrated. Well, now, for the first time in the 57 history of the Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue, a Maybe male model is being considered to grace the pages of the annual publication. Louis Freeze was named to one of the coveted uh, finalist spots that are reserved usually for females, or they have been in the previous twenty uh, previous years. Uh, Fries is 21 years old, full-time student from Minneapolis. Huh, what else is going on in Minneapolis? After a virtual casting call, he was named one of the 15 finalists who will be considered for the 2021 Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Issue. And he is unsure what gender he is. So he's gender fluid. So congratulations to to Lewis for being considered in the, you know, finalists of 15 on Sports Illustrated's uh, swimsuit issue, he uh, he's learned so much about himself, and most importantly, his identity, he said on his Instagram post, to be honest, I have no clue where my gender really falls at the moment. All I can do is take things day by day and share every moment with all of you. So, maybe, if we're lucky, if we're fortunate enough, we'll be able to have the first transgender swimsuit model uh, last year, and then this year we'll be able to have the first gender fluid model. So, man, good times, right? Good times. No longer should a man or a woman feel they need to fit certain gender standards. No longer should stereotypes exist for sexual orientations. No longer should people hide their authentic character. Now, he, this is from Lewis Freeze. That's a quote from Lewis, And he also goes on to say, hey, anyone who doesn't like his photos, look away. I, you know, I can't disagree with that. I really I cannot disagree with that there's no reason if you don't like it that you have to look at it so to quote Lewis don't like your don't like the photos look away let's go to the break room I need something cold to drink desperately you know i know that i'm supposed to be boycotting coca-cola right now i really don't do boycotts and i don't know if i can do without my coca-cola zero so you know i'm still drinking my coca-cola zero ice cold during the show as i go into the break room so if i'm supposed to be boycotting coca-cola You know, it's the way it goes. Because, in the words of Lewis Fries, the possible swimsuit edition model for Sports Illustrated, first gender fluid swimsuit model for Sports Illustrated, look away. Now, those of you that are listening to the podcast and you're thinking, but it's not even on video. Like, how can I look away? Well, you can. You can. You can listen. You can listen to the podcast. And when I go to the break room, turn your head. You know, just when I say, "Ah, you know what, it's time to go to the break room, turn your head and look away so that you don't have to see me drinking a Coca-Cola Zero. And then we're good. Then you can, you know, come back. If you're listening to the show on a platform that you don't really like and you're not a subscriber to the show, what are you doing? What the heck are you doing? Find a platform that you like and subscribe to the show. Quit sneaking around. Quit listening to your friend's phone. Quit listening to your friend's laptop. Don't do it. Quit listening to your friend's desktop. Find a platform you like and subscribe to Chewing the Fat. And then that will make your life so much easier. You don't have to sneak around. You don't have to say, hey, let me borrow your phone so I can listen to Chewing the Fat. Don't be embarrassed. Just subscribe. And then you're good. Okay? all right, good. And I want to tell you, I got a YouTube channel out there. I know. (laughs) I know. I got a YouTube channel out there, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher as well. And I have a interview coming up that I'm going to release tomorrow on my YouTube channel that was really kind of cool. He was a really cool guy. His name is Zach Barber. He's, uh, he got a couple million followers on TikTok. He's got, you know, tens of thousands of followers on Instagram. You may even know who he is, Zach Barber. He's a, you know, the relationship guy on TikTok. And he was a lot of fun. It was good to meet him. And he's got some big stuff coming up. He gives a secret tip on the best time to post on tiktok and he teases a couple of big events that he has coming up so it's well worth the listen so subscribe go to the youtube channel and you know subscribe and click the little notification bell so you know when it goes up tomorrow morning 8 a.m uh so you don't really need the bell but it's going to be up um, on my youtube channel tomorrow morning which would be the 10th of april 2021 At 8 a.m. Central Time. So if you're listening to this and it's past that date, it's already up there. (laughs) So you just got to go over there and watch it and listen to it. Okay? And uh, by the way, you're welcome. Did you see where yesterday the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention declared that racism is a serious public health threat? Dr. Rochelle Walensky. You know where you love her. The director of the CDC released a statement saying that racism affects the health of our entire nation. So, that's, uh, that's the way it goes. She said The these painful experiences and the impact of COVID-19 are felt most severely in communities of color, Communities that have experienced disproportionate case counts and deaths and where the social impact of the pandemic has been most extreme. The pandemic illuminated inequities that have existed for generations and revealed for all of Americans a known but often underaddressed epidemic impacting public health. Racism. What we know is this. Racism is a serious public health threat that directly affects the well-being of millions of Americans. As a result, it affects the health of our entire nation. Okay. All right. Uh, I'd like to see some science on that, but you go ahead and show that to me. I'm sure President Biden is happy with that. And P. Diddy pens an open letter. And uh, he, his open letter was to corporate America. Now, P. Diddy is, I don't think he's a billionaire yet. I think he's, you know, he's a pauper at like 900 million. But, uh, and I don't know, you might know him as Puff Daddy or Puffy or Diddy. But he uh, he, his open letter to corporate America titled, If You Love Us, Pay Us. <laughs> No longer can corporate America manipulate our culture into believing incremental progress is acceptable action. He quotes Desmond Tutu. If you are neutral in situations of injustice, you have chosen the side of the oppressor. Oh, okay. Did I mention that the CDC believes that racism is a public health threat? And it affects the health of our entire nation. Huh. I don't think those two could be connected at all. Do you? Well, it was a busy week on the trial. The uh, George Floyd death trial. The ex-former police officer Derek Chauvin, uh, his murder trial, Um, we heard from experts on the former police officer's actions and George Floyd's death. Prosecutors, of course, are trying to prove that uh, Chauvin's excess force led to the 46-year-old black man's death last year, which I think we all know did. And uh, I know, I know, innocent until proven guilty, don't look at me like that. And of course, the defense is trying to prove that Floyd's opioids and underlying health problems killed him. Uh, The trial is expected to last until the end of this month. All right, so Monday we had the Minneapolis Police Department official say that uh, Chauvin didn't use an an unauthorized restraint technique when he put his knee on Floyd's neck, but the defense argued that he didn't have his knee on Floyd's neck the whole time, but on his shoulder at times. Good luck with that. Uh, Tuesday, a Minneapolis police uh, used use of force instructor, said officers are trained to use the least amount of force necessary and kneeling on a person's person's neck isn't a technique that's taught, which contradicted the defense's argument that Chauvin did what he had been trained to do. The defense tried to argue that Floyd admitted he was on drugs, but a special agent interpreted Floyd as saying he wasn't on any, which we know is not true medical experts testified that Floyd died from a lack of oxygen and that any health person would have a healthy person would have died when subjected to what mr. Floyd was subjected to the toxicologist says George Floyd's fentanyl levels were lower than the majority of DUI cases Well I'd like to see I'd like to see the the numbers on that the fentanyl levels in George Floyd were lower than the majority of DUI cases. That doesn't make mean it was nothing, right? I mean, that doesn't mean that it was just, oh, it was just a little bit. It just means that there was, you know, the majority, according to this toxicologist, of DUI cases have higher levels of fentanyl in them. Um, okay, can we see some documentation on that? Please, that would be great. I would like to, I would like to have that happen. Just between you and me. I don't worry about showing that at the trial. I, I didn't watch it, so maybe they gave some of the some of the actual paperwork. But I would like to s- like to see that documentation, please. Uh, but you know, I'm not as a defense attorney, so you know they're busy, you know, doing their own defense. I got it. So good luck. And it doesn't matter anyway, right? We've talked about that. We talked about it yesterday. Uh, we, you know, it is not going to matter. We're going through this big show. The man is guilty. The man is guilty. Now, you might be, you might get mad in the end when he's found guilty of something lesser than uh, you know, the death penalty, but he's guilty. So, just let's just move on with our lives and get this trial over with so we can you know, hopefully move on and move past this. <laughs> Kill me. <laughs> I kill me. Move past this. <laughs> oh, oh, I got a stomachache. I'm sorry. Oh, dude, just give me a second here because <laughs> oh, it was so silly of me thinking we were going to be able to move past this trial because no, we're not. I thought we were going to be able to move past it from the very beginning. Because it was something we all agreed on that it was horrific. But nope, sorry, can't do that. We're going to burn down the world because of this case. Oh, oh okay. And remember uh, Jack Ma, Mr. Uh, Chinese billionaire, thought that uh, he was good, right? Remember, he, he disappeared and they figured that, uh, you know, the government had him, uh, you know, tucked away somewhere because he kind of badmouthed the government plant. And you can't be doing that, Jack. He found that out. But then he just showed back up again. They just let him back out, saying, "Okay, go ahead." You've, you know, I guess he he bent the knee, and uh, <laughs> they let him back out. Well, his school, his business school that he has, uh, the government has now halted enrollments, new enrollments at his business school. Wait, but it's his business school. Yeah. I know you founded it way back in 2015, but, and I know you were thinking about, you know, saying you were going to train the next generation of entrepreneurs, but, uh, you know, um, we're not going to let that happen anymore. We're going to close that down. Listen, you're fine, Jack. I know you bent the knee and everything, but we are not so sure what you're teaching in here. So you just don't, we're just going to not let new students go in there. Okay. All right. That's uh, okay. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, look, we're not going to give you the billions of dollars that you were, we were going to give you for the whole ant group affiliate. And we, you know, we know you said it was a mistake uh, when we had you tucked away, but for right now, now we're not going to let you teach any more new kids either. Oh, okay. No problem. China. Guess That was just your form of capitalism. Huh? <laughs> And we have the uh, special form of capitalism in Russia as well. Did we talk about Putin signing the law that allows him to stay in power until 2036? It's going to be 83 in 2036, and he's still going to be in charge. Well, let me rephrase that. He signed a law that made it possible for him to stay in power. Yeah he's gonna lose but he has to win two more elections you know back to back so don't be silly there still has to be an election now he's been i mean he was president from 2000 to 2008 then had to step down since the country's constitution at the time didn't allow a third consecutive term and now he's signed this law that's gonna uh, have him run for two more six year terms oh okay good deal So he has to actually win the election. Now, there was the up-and-comer, right? Uh, Nelvani, who they poisoned, who should be dead by now, but he's not. They saved his life, and he was really sick. But he came back to Russia, which, you know, you would think in your mind, you think, wow, that's a mistake. But for him, it wasn't. He believes in the country, and he believes in taking down Putin, right? And he wants to lead the people and lead the country into something better than what it is right now. I get it. Well, when he came back into Russia, remember, he got arrested and he, they threw him in jail for some case that was a couple of years old and it was an outstanding warrant and Putin said, I got nothing to do with that. That was the courts, you know, no problem. Even though uh, it's funny how the plane was supposed to land at one airport and then was diverted to another one to get arrested. You know, the the airport where he was going to land had all his fans and people there waiting for him to return. Yeah. We didn't want to arrest them there. We arrested them over over there, away from them. Oh, so anyway, he got sentenced to a couple of years in prison. I think I think it was two and a half. And he's been really sick. They've been really now they been not giving him any medicine. They've uh, he's been getting sick and he's been still in a lot of pain. He was you know he's not fully recovered from the poison, but he's pretty good. He's still you know able to walk and he had to do rehab when he was in Germany and he was good enough to come back home. But he still needs medicine and. You know the poison. I don't know if you know this, but the poison they gave him really screwed him up. I know, big surprise. So he's been really—they've been treating him like crap in prison. Another huge surprise. And uh, then he got really sick, and they said, "Oh, I, we don't know if he's got COVID. He's got something else wrong with him." And then he went on a hunger strike in hopes that they would give him medicine and try to make him better. So then they sent him into the into the sick bed. You know, And so now I would venture to say, and this is just me, just a guess, top of my head, chewing the fat prediction right here, okay? Chewing the fat prediction, 9th of April, 2021. Nelvani doesn't make it another seven days, seven to 10 days. Seven to 10 days, he's dead. That's a chewing the fat prediction right now, seven to 10 days, nilvani and russian is dead and they're blame. they'll blame it on covid and man what a shame what a shame now the wife better get out of there i think the kid is here in the united states i think their i think no oh, it looks like maybe they're there uh he talks about his children uh, being followed and uh you know being searched uh, quite often i find it interesting that his wife is part of, uh, she's a co-founder of You Are Not Alone, a women's rights organization in Moscow. And so if they're attacking him, she could probably just take right over. Um, I, I found it interesting that Russia has one, and I didn't know this, one of the largest gender imbalances in the world with 11 million more women than men in the population because of a high male mortality rate leaving many issues important to women unaddressed. <laughs> so, I mean, if they get rid of him, she that might just make her uh, the martyr wife and put her in power. Uh, good luck to Vlad. I hope he works that out. But no way. I mean, he may have it worked out, right? She's just a woman. He doesn't care. But good luck. Because good luck. God bless. You know that? <laughs> uh Because I gave you the, doing the fat prediction, 7 to 10 days. Nelvani, no longer with us. (laughs) So this may be good news or bad news, depending on, you know, who you are. A study published this week in the Journal of the American Medical Association, women's reproductive years increased by over two years, 35 to 37.1. Medical experts have said that it's harder for women to get or stay pregnant as they get older, and 35 was thought to be the age our reproductive system slows down. Now, this study... Say, says reaching menopause at a later age and getting periods earlier might be extending the women's reproductive years. So, good news for some, not so good news for others. Just saying. All right, a few headlines here on Fat Pile Friday. 81% of Americans use YouTube, making it the most popular online platform by a wide margin. According to a new Pew survey, Facebook is second with 69%. Instagram, third, 40%. Pinterest, 31%. LinkedIn, 28%. Wow. that's uh, Those are pretty incredible numbers. But I don't know. Does TikTok count to Americans? I guess not. Twitter, not on there as well. So we'll see. Anyway, that's the new Pew survey. TikTok is way down to 21%. Reddit eighteen, next door is thirteen. Twitter is twenty three. Snapchat beats out Twitter at twenty five percent, and there's your there's your total on the new Pew, Pew survey. So you know, pretty incredible numbers for YouTube though. Eighty one percent of Americans use YouTube, and that that's true, right? I mean, we uh, for sure, it's true. Um, a virtual roundtable with billionaire investor and crypto. Bull Peter Thiel said he considers Bitcoin a potential threat to the supremacy of the U.S. dollar. He suggested that the U.S. government should think more about regulating cryptocurrencies to prevent currency warfare. Rolls-Royce just had his best quarter since it was founded in 1906. The company delivered 1,380 cars the first quarter of 2021. Increasing sales by 62% over last year. Well, I mean, that's to be expected, I would guess. Luxury brands have reported booms in the last year. Bentley's CEO said the auto brand started 2021 with 50% more orders than it started 2020 with. And that it would take an even bigger asteroid than COVID to knock us off track again. Wow. High-end appliance and furniture sellers... Twenty thousand Wolf Ranges, twenty thousand dollar Wolf Ranges, six thousand dollar coffee tables reported an explosion of business that has had has led to supply chain bottlenecks. So, I mean, we just did the the billionaire list, right? There are six hundred and sixty more billionaires than there were a year ago. Eighty six percent of the billionaires got richer over the last year, making the total wealth of all billionaires in the world, I don't know, five trillion, something like that. So, you know, okay. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. I know. Hey, those of you who email me at chewingthefat at theblaze.com, I got an email from, uh, well, I don't know if I should tell your name. From, uh, well, I'll tell your name. Her name is Mary. Um, how much do you want to bet? that Tiger Woods was set up all night with a woman. He was a, he was sleep-deprived and late, hence he was speeding and fell asleep. Have you heard one single time where he was coming from? This is a great big no. His people are trying to cover for the return of his sexcapades. I call him as I see him. Thanks for not reading my name aloud when you read my email on the air. Oh, oh no, oh no. Okay. Uh, yeah, I probably shouldn't have done that. Uh, yeah, we actually have. Thanks for emailing me at com. But we have. He was hosting that Genesis Invitational, which concluded on Sunday. So this happened on Tuesday. So let's think about this for a second, okay? They they said that they saw him leaving the Riviera Country Club that morning, that Tuesday morning, right? But he remained around after the Sunday championship concluded or the you know the invitational because he was shooting stuff for golf digest and he's got a you know contract with them and they were shooting some stuff all around and he did some stuff with some celebrities and it was you know i remember seeing some of the some of the outtakes of shots some of the celebrities david spade was instagramming that he was out there and tiger wasn't golfing he was just kind of you know giving them pointers and golfing with them as part of the genesis invitational deal and golf digest And he was, you know, he had putted a couple times on the greens, but he wasn't golfing at all because of the back surgery stuff. So he, they say that he left the resort that morning and it looked like he was in a rush and was speeding out of the resort. So is it possible that he was somewhere else and then came back and got ready and was running late and then, you know, fell asleep on the the drive because they said, you know, the car sped up before it crashed? Yeah, it's possible. Would it surprise me? No. Um, But that's it. You know, that's it, right? I mean, it's over now. We know that he sped up. We know he crashed and everything is paid for. Let's move on. Boy, we talked earlier about the cruise line sending people to St. Vincent's to, uh, you know, help them evacuate the island, but they weren't going to let people on the cruise ships unless they were vaccinated. Well, you know, this may actually be why. Uh, the cruise lines have been dying, literally on the vine, and they need to get back to cruising. Are you ready to go on a cruise? I don't know, um, but they are saying, "Look, let us back to cruising. You've got fly, you've got airlines going, you got hotels going, so we want the same treatment. Let us back." And the CDC is saying, "Ooh, hey, ah, we'll give you some new rules. How about that? You need to run some simulated voyages." to rehearse safety procedures and uh you know everyone should be vaccinated. Well and Norwegian lines already said that they will require vaccinations. Um Royal Caribbean, Carnival, Disney and Norwegian have had to cancel trips through June. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis said he's suing the federal government to let passengers aboard. He's saying let's open these companies up they're dying you you won't let them do business. Now several operators Caribbean uh, have started sailing out of the Caribbean and the Mediterranean, but uh, I mean they're desperate to get ships out to sea. Right? I mean they lost almost seven billion dollars last year, and it will be they'll be losing more. I don't know if I don't know. You know, look, they're ready to get back to business. No question. Are the people ready to get back on those cruise lines? I don't know. They better have some cleaning facilities. And the CDC helped them out a little bit, right? When you think about it, they helped them out a little bit when they came out and said, eh, you know, soap and water's fine, and you can't catch it from the surfaces. So if you, you know, if you're part of the vaccination crowd, you can still go on your cruises, okay, when they allow them to open up. We'll see if and when that happens soon. And this is, a you know, maybe a, a dry run for these cruise ships to go to St. Vincent. Help some of the people that are being evacuated from the island at least, you know, float around for a little while until they can go back home. And see what the lava from the volcano did to their homes. But uh, they'll be able to be on the ship if they were vaccinated. If they were vaccinated. Boy, that's tough. Man, if you're being evacuated from your home and you hadn't been evacuated yet. And they won't take you on a ship? Yeah, sorry. That's tough. That's really tough. And I haven't been vaccinated yet. How about you? Have you? I don't know, man. I'll tell you. I, every day, I th- I think to myself, you know, I probably should get vaccinated. And then by the end of the day, I'm like, eh, ah, nah, 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 I'm not vaccinated, I'm fine. But I have probably... I'm probably just gonna get the Johnson and Johnson. I'm really thinking about the Johnson and Johnson. Just the one shot deal. Give me the shot and I'm gonna move on with my life. And hope that, you know, I'm not one of the very low percentage of people that has a bad reaction. (laughs) No, it's not loud enough. It's funny. It's not funny at all. Not funny at all. Oh, and we should find out this weekend or even today if Amazon is going to get unionized down there in Alabama, in Bessemer, Alabama. I mean, they were voting on it. It looks as though it's going to fail. Um, They voted. They counted um, 700 and some votes. So with about half the ballots remaining, 1,100 no's had been counted compared to 463 yeses. They stopped counting yesterday, Thursday, the 8th of April, and they were supposed to finish up today. So we should be able to see. There were 5,805 eligible voters to cast ballots. 55% of those people voted, and they need half of those votes to be you know, unionized. People were a little ticked, though. It's funny that they were fed up with the working conditions, so they wanted to join the retail, wholesale, and department store union, the RWDSU. Some of their complaints were lack of communication between managers and staff, specifically how disciplinary action is carried out, not by people, but by app, punishment for workers, failure to maintain six feet of distance, even when there was not enough space for them to do so. That's Kind of weird. So they were um, against the organizers from the beginning. Amazon has squashed unionization attempts in the U.S. so far, and the company, uh, you know, applied their super aggressive tactics. <laughs> so good luck. I mean, they had a lot of people, you know, a lot of big mouths. Uh, President Biden, Bernie Sanders, were all in support of the uh, of the of them being unionized. Of course. And so, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I mean, union leaders had signaled they'd appeal uh, the vote. Of course. Citing documents that showed Amazon pressured the Postal Service to install a mailbox right outside the facility, which may have intimidated workers when they cast their vote. We'll be calling on the Labor Board to hold Amazon accountable for its illegal and egregious behavior during the campaign. So, they had them put up post office box in front of the building so it was easier for people to send in their vote but that is pressuring and intimidating them okay all right fine then that's pressure and intimidation you got me you're good to go no problem i'm not sure that one holds muster but that's will be their fight no question about it quick uh four headlines and one of them is a lie just to see how well you know your stories. Okay. All right. You ready? All right. This comes from uh, morning brew email that I get and they always have their, you know, they call it three headlines and a lie, but it's really four headlines and one of them is a lie, but you call it whatever you want. That's fine. It's your morning email. Uh, Headline number one, Michigan brewery celebrates national beer day, with white boy summer IPA Australia geologist beaten up by angriest octopus on beach a man found 15,000 bees in his car after grocery shopping we know that to be true we talked about it here on the show Washington a Washington man Washington state man Pleads guilty to 244 million ghost cattle scam. I'll just tell you that's true. I've had that story in the fat pile for a while and I just never got to it. But that's a true story. So now you know two of the four are true. I mean, you knew that anyway because three of them are true and one of them is a lie. Which one is a lie? Did you figure it out? Okay. So either the Australia geologist beaten up by the angriest octopus on the beach or... The Michigan Brewery celebrating National Beer Day with a White Boy Summer IPA. Now I know, I know you racists out there think that, think that the octopus has got to be a lie because of course people would celebrate National Beer Day with White Boy Summer IPA. But no, uh, the White Boy Summer is the lie. Okay. The geologist with the angriest octopus on the beach is a tremendous story. So he was swimming, and there's a video of it that uh, went viral. This You can see the octopus in shallow waters lashing out at this guy, this geologist, Lance Carlson. Uh, the creature came after him, struck him in the arm, before whipping his neck and upper back. The former gu- lifeguard said he uh, you know, n- knows that the preferred treatment of the sea animal stings is vinegar, but he didn't have any on him. So all he had was cola, and he poured it on the the stings, and it turns out it works, so good for him, and uh, you know they don't piss off the octopuses, okay I mean you don't you don't want none of that. you do not want none of that and That's what the octopus was saying. you don't want none of me, all right, back off me. <laughs> So if you're out swimming in shallow waters and you see an octopus, go the other way because you don't want none of that.